Hello and welcome back to this next podcast. This is, guys, this you all have done a fantastic job in the last one. So again, as always, I'm looking forward to hearing this next one. But I would like to share some more dad jokes with you. Um, now, I was going to tell a time-traveling joke, but you didn't like it. <laughs> no? Okay. How do you deal with a fear of speed bumps? You slowly get over it. You slowly get... Uh, no, okay. Um, did you hear the rumor about butter? No? <laughs> well, I'm not going to be spreading it. It's funny because I'm actually reading an anti-gravity book at the moment. I just can't put it down. <laughs> okay, one more. Okay. I really hated facial hair, but then it grew on me. Okay, they were terrible. Well, keep on tuning in and keep on doing what you're doing. Have a great day, week, month, whatever you are at. now time to announce the trade of the month. This month, as you know, is optimism. This episode's trade of the month is optimism. This is one of the most important traits a person can have. Optimism is when someone has a very good view of the world and always is very happy and enthusiastic and always sees the good things even when they may not be, seem so good. Being optimistic shows you have good skills and ideas that can make the world a better place. So I have been asked to talk a little bit about optimism. Now, when I think of optimism, I always think of people when they'll say, oh, well, my glass is half full, because if you have a glass half full or a glass is half empty, you would say, well, if someone says my glass is half empty, they're not very optimistic. They're more, oh no, this, this isn't good. Whereas if the glass is half full, this is great. I've got this is I, I still have half a glass. Now, I am the sort of person that even if my glass is empty, I'm like, yeah, but what can I fill my glass with? That's the excitement. So I would always see myself as someone who is optimistic. Now, what does it mean to be optimistic? Well, one of the um uh, an example of what optimism is is hopefulness and confidence about the future or the success of something. So what you might say is, you know, I'm, I, I hope I'm going to have some time later on to get my homework done and then I won't have to do anything for the rest of the night. That would be optimistic. That would be really, my hope is, and so I'm optimistic that something good is going to come of that, that if I get my homework done quick, then I'm free right after that. That is being optimistic. And being optimistic for some people is really, really easy. And for other people, it's really, really difficult. 
And so what we tend to do then is when we find whether we have um, a hopeful thing or not so hopeful, it uh, can really depend on how we cope with optimism. As I said, some people are very good with it, others not so much. But there's a psalm um, that for me, I think, kind of covers what it is to be optimistic. So when we think of hope, what do you put your hope in? You hope your football team might win. You hope you'll do well in your dance class. You, you hope that the weather will be good so you can play outside with your friends. You hope that dinner is going to be your favorite. We have all these hopes, but with all of those things, they're about something in the future, something that hasn't happened just yet, but you have this, you have this hope, you're optimistic that something is, is going to happen. Let me read you a few verses from, from Psalm 121. I, left, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not sleep. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber or sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you all from harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. See, now for me, I have great optimism, great hope in God, in all that God not just is going to do in the future, but what actually God has done in the past, in seeing how God has done so many good things for us. Those were some great jokes, Alan. Now on to the school highlights. My name is Tabitha, and I'm from Junior Infants, and we've been making Christmas cookies chooses to make a charity for homeless people. Hi, my name is Sylvia, and we're learning about Jesus and the first Christmas. Um, I am Theo, and I, um, I'm from Senior, and I like doing play and art. Hello, my name is Sersha. I'm from first class. In first class, we are doing tens in units and we do lots of art. Hello, my name is Issa. I am in, in second class. In second class, we are learning exclamation text. We, we, today, we have started learning shapes. Hi, I'm Lachlan from third class. Um, this week, this term we've been doing um, clay pots and shadow puppets in our class and for, and for PE we've been doing dance and learning about light, how it travels. Hello, my name is Aiden and I'm in fourth class and in fourth class we've been doing maths and in maths we've been doing multiplication, division and we also do history and in history we learn about trees in the church. 
Hi, my name's Jack. Um, I'm from fifth class. I'm in fifth class at the moment. We're learning a lot about our with our protractors and angles and lines, and um, with the compass, um, we've been learning how to do the circles. Um, yeah. Hello, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm from sixth class. And in sixth class, we have been well. We've just found out our roles for the nativity that we're doing, and. We've also been doing cycle training, so we were doing right turns last week. Last episode, you heard chapter one of the story, and now it's time for chapter two. Boys, it's got Jessica! She whispered frantically. What? said Peter, just loud enough for the troll to hear. Its small ears picked up the noise and it stopped taunting Jessica and turned around to look at them. Run! shouted Ava. While it was going after Ava, Peter threw a stone at the troll's head and it bounced off. It quickly looked around at Peter. <laughs> bellowed the troll and it charged at Peter like a bull. Picking up its club that had been laying in the grass, Peter quickly ducked under the club as it, as it the troll swung the club just above his head. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carl had stayed by Jessica and he was untying the knots. They were very basic and crude, but they were very tight. Carl, did it see you? Jessica said in a scratchy voice. No, Peter and Ava are keeping it occupied, Carl told her reassuringly. A minute later, the knots were almost untied. Carl, Jessica yelled. The troll was running over the hill in pursuit of Ava and Peter. Carl was almost finished untying the knots. The troll meter behind charged at Carl. Carl jumped out at the last second, pulling Jessica with him. The troll smashed into the pillar, destroying the pillar. He felt... He fell to the ground, dazed and unconscious. Peter and Ava ran towards them. Ava was smiling at them, but Peter looked different. You could have gotten yourself killed, he exclaimed. He exclaimed. But we didn't, said Carl. As they were looking around the gate, they found a small cave. They found supplies like a bag of dry food and a small crude knife and a long spear, and also four warm cloaks. As they left the cave and walked over the hill with their new equipment, they saw a large castle towering on a cliff above. Have you ever wanted to know the secret life of your teachers? Or well, now we're going to interview Mr. McConnell on debts. Hello, we have a teacher along with us for this interview. His name is Mr. McConnell. Now it's time for some questions. Tell us a bit, tell us a bit about yourself, Mr. McConnell. I am Mr. McConnell. I teach in Killer the Grange National School. This year I'm working mostly with the infant classes, which is a big change from last year. Last year I had you guys in fifth yeah. class. Um, so it's great. We have two fantastic bunches of kids in junior and senior infant this year. And, uh, and it's super. I'm having a great time. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. Now for question two, what was your uh, first job? My first job was whenever I was probably about 16 and I was in Wesley and my job was that every now and then, the odd weekend, I needed to go down and look after the school chickens. Um, So sometimes the agricultural science teacher was away at the weekend and because I lived close to the school it was easy for me to pop up and let the chickens out, feed them and then make sure that they were all locked away safely so that the fox didn't get them. And that was my first job. Did it happen any time whenever a fox got into the chicken coop? 
Yes. Did you ever chase really? a fox away? No, I didn't ever have to chase a fox away, but there was a brief time where we had pigs in the Ag Science Garden as well. And they used to get out all the time, constantly. And I would often get a call to say, Mr. McConnell, well, when Mr. McConnell was Adam, the, Adam, the pigs are out again. Um, and one time they even, I don't know if you guys know Wesley very well, but there's a roundabout right at the entrance. And one time they got all the way out from behind the science block, all the way down the school, and were on the roundabout on the main Volunteer Road at the bottom of Volunteer Avenue. Oh. And we had to pretty much herd the pigs all the way back into the garden. So I never had to chase a fox, but I did chase the pigs. How did you get the pigs back? Oh, bribery, food, food oh. mostly. Yeah. What would you persuade them with? Um, I, I don't remember what it was called, but we had a particular kind of pig feed that I just kind of shook in a bucket and they immediately knew that, uh, that, that they were going to get food. So they, they, they came back pretty easily after that, but it was, uh, that, was, that was quite the, quite the experience. Yeah. What was the first school that you taught in? The first school that I taught in as a fully qualified teacher was Taney. Um, and I taught first class there for a year and then came here. Very good. Yeah. What are your hobbies outside of school? Outside of school, my main hobbies are just anything that involve the mountains. I love mountains, so that's either on two feet or on two wheels. I love hiking, I love road cycling, I love mountain biking, but if you can put me in the mountains doing anything at all, that's what I, that's what I would choose to be doing at any given moment. Have you ever done abseiling? A couple of times, yeah, a couple of times. And one thing I've got back into recently actually is indoor rock climbing. Uh, once a week or sometimes twice a week I would go to the wall in Sandyford and do a little bit of rock climbing there but I have done a bit of abseiling up in uh, up in Dorky Quarry a couple of times not for a while but it's great fun very adventurous I strongly recommend it for anyone and um, how, what's the tallest mountain you've ever climbed or cycled up? oh that's a tricky one uh, the, the highest altitude that I've ever been at was about three and a half thousand meters, and that was in Peru. Um, I ha I actually got very very sick from altitude sickness whenever I was up that high, and I actually actually had to go to hospital in in Peru. Um, but uh, thankfully, thankfully everything's all fine now. But that wasn't even from climbing a mountain; it's just the city was that high up in the mountains, and I just got sick from being there. The highest mountain I've ever climbed in Ireland is the highest mountain in Ireland, which is Carantool. Yeah, Daniel knows. And uh, I've done that one twice. Once last summer and once the summer before. Mm -hmm. Do you have any pets? I do. I have a 10-month-old beagle puppy. And his name is George. And he is super. Uh, he's already uh, getting bigger than beagles are supposed to be. He's about 14 kilos and beagles are only supposed to be maybe 10 to 12. So he's, he's stocky, he's muscular and he's very fit and he loves running around. And he, any kind of interesting smell is immediately something that he will go for. It does not matter if you're holding a tasty treat in front of him or if you call him. If he gets a smell, he will go after that smell and sheep drive him mad. I remember there's this play wherever there's this dog 
and they're like smelling something and they just go, hold on, I'm just checking my messages. Exactly. That's, that's, what, that's, exact, that's what my grandpa used to say, actually. Yeah. That's what my grandpa used to say whenever, um, whenever we'd go out for a walk with, uh, with the dog that we had at the time. Uh, he'd like go out, he'd have a sniff around and he was checking all the messages. So it's, he compared it to that's the dog reading the paper in the morning. So they're checking all the messages that have been left for him by all the other dogs in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, your next question is, what is your uh, definition of optimism? That's a good one. I suppose my definition of optimism is always trying to stay positive that something good is going to happen. If you're in the middle of something that you're not enjoying or in the middle of something that isn't going your way, staying optimistic means holding out hope and believing that this will end and things will get better and things will improve. Generally, whenever I'm, like I said, I go up mountains a lot and sometimes the weather's awful. Sometimes I'm having an absolutely miserable time, but I'm always optimistic that I might just peek over the other side of this valley and there might be a gorgeous view. So that's probably the best example of optimism it's like a I can give. Glass half full type of thing. Always, yeah. yeah. And it's good that you're optimistic and you're also a teacher, so that means you can help others that aren't maybe as much optimistic as you. If I can help people up, if I can help people in the school be optimistic, uh, that is a that's a really brilliant thing. I'd be very happy to do that. Yeah. Who is the most opti- optimistic person you know? I really had to think about this one because I, I, it, we're very, very lucky in that this school is full of very optimistic people. But I have to say, I think the most optimistic person I know is Mrs. McBain, the principal of the school. Because Mrs. McBain, whenever a problem presents itself in the school, Mrs. McBain is always, always confident that it will get sorted, whether it is sorted out by UK, very capable people in, uh, in sixth class or a staff member will sort out the problem or she will figure it out herself. Mrs. McBain is a very, very optimistic person. I think probably Mrs. McBain is the most optimistic person I know. Mm-hmm. I agree too. Yeah, same. What is your favourite animal? Oh, that's tricky. I think my favourite animal is a crocodile. Crocodile? I love crocodiles because they remind me of dinosaurs. And whenever I was, whenever I was small, I really, really wanted to be a paleontologist, which is somebody who studies fossils and dinosaurs. Like Indiana Jones? Like, I think he's an archaeologist, which is a bit different. I think archaeologists work on man-made things in in history and paleontologists go even older and look at fossils and things like that. But I really wanted to be a paleontologist and I think crocodiles are the closest living things to, uh, to dinosaurs that you can get uh, in, in real life today. So that's why I love crocodiles. Now, the next question. If you could dye your hair any color, what color would you dye it? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Um, There's so many nice colors. I know. When I was 14, I did have frosted tips, which oh. is like highlights. I had like nice little blonde spikes coming out the top of my hair. I don't think I'd do that again. I would probably, I'd go for something mad, like like a green mohawk. 
Very nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a green mullet, maybe. I oh, think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Business the at the front, party at the back. Yeah. yeah. Anyone that doesn't know what mullets is, it's when you've got loads of bushy hair at the back and it's sort of shaved at the front. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Green mullet. Yeah. If you weren't a teacher, what would you be? Good question. I I mentioned being a paleontologist a minute ago, but uh, these days. I'd love to do something with nature, something to do with nature, maybe a zoologist, maybe somebody who works, works with animals in some way. I don't know, I don't know if I'd like to be a vet because it might be upsetting to see animals be, be unwell or animals yeah. be sick. But I think, you know, if, if I could be some sort of animal nature guide, out in a really cool wild place. Like, I think that would be yeah. the thing for Even me. Even you might go as far as like, as like the Amazon jungle. Yeah, somewhere with crocodiles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get to see crocodiles all the time. That would be super. Now, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is green. I suppose that 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 that, yeah. that ties into the into Crocodile. the green. The yeah, ties into crocodiles because they're green. Ties Mullet. into the green hairstyle, yeah. but. I love green because it reminds me of nature. Because oh, there's, yes, there's so much stuff is green yeah. in nature. Yeah, exactly. Leaves, it leaves grass, trees, everything. everything. And mountains are all green. It, it's the most it's the most natural colour and and I love it. I love being surrounded by greenery. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mr. McConnell, for this interview. We've actually learned quite a lot from you. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much guys. Dennis. Dennis is an SNA from our school. We are here to interview him. Tell us a bit about yourself, Dennis. Well, I'm an SNA. Um, I've been in the school for the last three years and currently I'm in fifth class. But I had all you guys in fifth class last year because you were in sixth class. So I know most of you, in fact, all of you, don't I? Yeah, so you like our class the best then? I'm saying absolutely nothing on that. Okay, we know okay. you okay. um, We heard you had pet birds. I do. I have two pet birds, Mojito and Peanut. Oh. They're two budgies. One oh. is green, that's Mojito, which is kind of the colour of the drink, and Peanut, <laughs> who is blue. And we all know that Peanut was, in fact, the class mascot last year, wasn't he? He was, he was yeah, yes. Have you got um, any family members, like large family or small family? There are eight of us, in, eight siblings, or sorry, should I should say seven siblings, eight of us in our family, and I'm the second oldest. So there Ooh. you go, there are a lot of us. Oof. And you know my brother, of course, who's Slightly yeah. younger than me, he is in Wesley, in the principal. What jobs have you had before? This one. How long do we have? A long time. When I was very young, I started playing in bands. I played keyboards. And then I kind of uh, went on from there to working in recording studios, which I did for many, many years. Oh. Yes. Very recording people and producing bands and things like that. Do you know what optimism means? I think I do. What, what it means for me? Yeah. It's remaining positive most of the time. I don't think anybody can remain positive all of the time. But looking on the brighter side of things, no matter what happens, I think that's really important. Yeah. If you were stuck on a desert island, what three things would you bring? <laughs> this is a serious question. You see, there's no point in bringing my phone because if I was stuck on a desert island, there'd be no action. Mm, yeah. Mm, they wouldn't be able to charge it, would I? No. I need something. I'm just trying to think. We could bring a portable charger. 
But that would be that would be two things. That's very clever. I'd, I'd have to bring something that would make water. Mm. Somehow manage to, a desalination thing that I could take the seawater and it would make fresh water. Otherwise, I wouldn't last very long. Mm. And then, I, yes, the charger and then the phone. That's um, three things. But then what would you eat? You'd be starving. Because the desert island could just be sand. Well, see, there's no... Oh. See, if I brought a, a pack of seeds, you see, um, that wouldn't really, because it would take too long to grow. Yeah. A lot of those um, Nutri-Bars, <laughs> a, a, a case of Nutri-Bars, that's just one thing. <laughs> okay. What are your proudest achievements? I have loads of them, to be honest with you. Proudest achievements would be, every day, I think, is a, is, is a good achievement, to be honest with you. I like working here, I like doing just different things. Sometimes I think my proudest achievements aren't the most major things in, uh, that have happened to me, but just little individual things that so happened So last year you had a lot of proudest achievements with us. Of course I did. And this year I have loads of them as well. Every single day brings a new one. What is your favorite age group to work with? In school? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think probably the senior end, which is fifth and sixth class. Yeah. Why do you, do like you have any favourite fifths or sixth class? Absolutely can't answer that question. Those of them, but, but we, I'm not telling you. Why do you like class? working with that particular age group? Because, I, you know, strangely enough, I can remember, and here's, a, here's something that Miss Harris doesn't know. Oh. Will I tell you a real big yes. secret here? My mother kept a letter that was sent to her from Miss Harris's grandfather when I was 13 and the first year in New Park School. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. This is a good one now. And it goes and it says, Your son Dennis it really isn't behaving very well. You're going to have to talk to him. Uh, and uh, we need to uh, have a little conversation about his behaviour. Actually. So, really, seriously, I have a photograph of it and you're not seeing it. Um, so I think I remember being your age and I was extremely good in uh, primary school. I remember my primary school uh, uh, principal saying that I was the brightest student he'd ever um, taught and all that kind of stuff. And I remember going into secondary school and just, it was just completely different. So I know what the transition is like and it can be kind of, it's not awkward, but you know, it's, it's a different thing. You're going from primary into a whole big, there's like a thousand people in Wesley or Andrews or wherever you're going. Ooh. It's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. What primary school did you go to? Sanford National. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Susanna? How can you show optimism, just people in general? I just think you need to have a smile on your face. I think if you, if you if you're feeling down, I think the best thing to do is think about what you're grateful for, it's because I think a lot of the time people, and that includes me, get upset about really small things. So it could be that my coffee wasn't great this morning. I've been a little bit flippant, but you know what I mean. I said, "Oh, what are doing? Oh, my coffee!" And at the end of the day. My coffee not being great really isn't particularly important in life, is it? No. So I, I think people in general get overly upset, and me included, about silly things. And when I find myself getting upset about things like that, I think about all the things that I'm grateful for. And that kind of well balances it out. Yes. Thank you so much for letting us talk to you today. You're welcome. <laughs>
Shrek is a children's movie about an ogre whose precious peace is broken by a lot of irritating fairy tale characters. He meets a donkey that is annoying at first, but throughout the movie, Shrek makes friends with Donkey. Diary of a Wimpy Kid is a great movie about a middle school student called Greg who struggles to make new friends. His best friend is Riley Jefferson, but his behaviour can be unbearable. The Boss Baby is a movie about a boy named Tim who has the perfect family until a baby brother, who is actually a spy on a secret mission to make people love babies more than dogs, joins his family. Spongebob on the Run is a funny movie about when Gary the Snail goes missing and Spongebob and his best friend Patrick go to find Gary. The Very Hungry Caterpillar is a children's book about a very hungry caterpillar that eats fruits, sweets and other food for six days straight. Then he gets a stomachache and goes into a cooking. After a couple of days, he turns into a beautiful butterfly. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a great book written by Roald Dahl about a boy named Charlie Bucket who lives in the outskirts of a town in a poor family. Until one day, he gets a ticket for a tour around a chocolate factory that's been closed for years. The Midnight Gang is a book written by David Rollins about a 12-year-old boy who is injured when a ball hit him on his head and goes to hospital. And he finds a gang in the hospital that lets the patients live their dreams. The Hunger Games is a book suitable for 11 to 12-year-olds to read. It's about a girl named Katniss who lives in the 12th district, which is the poorest area of the country of Panem. She has been selected to fight in an area so she can help her family. Now it's time for our interview with Anna and Andrew from Senior Infants. What are you learning in Senior Infants now? Um, the number 10. Oh. And the letter F. Can you one, count to ten? One, one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. ten. Wow. Well done. Nine, ten. Nine, ten. What's one. your favourite colour? Uh, you just answer. Green, green, green. 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 Why do you like red, green? Red, red, <laughs> yeah, red. Why do you like green and why do you like red? I like the colour of the bushes. Bushes. So you do like all the nature. Yeah, I like all the nature. You like all the nature. And you know what best of colours green and red are? Christmas colours. Are you excited for Christmas? Yes. What are you gonna get for Christmas? Um, LOLs. Bushes, 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 bushes. Bushes, bushes, bushes. bushes. Where are you going to put all these bushes? In my room, of course. Oh. Andrew, what are you going to get for Christmas? Andrew. What are you going to get for Christmas? Andrew. What are you going to get for Christmas? Nintendo, but my mum and dad are not ready. Oh, Your mum no. and dad won't let you get a Nintendo. It's like too small. Too small. So when are you gonna get an attendant? I get it if I'm when I'm one hundred and one. When you're one hundred and one. Whoa. <laughs> you think you're gonna live till one hundred and one? Anna's Anna's granny's granny's still alive. Actually. No, my granny's mom is still alive. <gasps> she is ninety-five. So she's a great granny. Yeah. That's wow. so cool. Anna, are you new to the school? Yes. Are you enjoying it so far? Yes. That's My cool. brother's new to the school because I moved from England to Ireland oh. because of my dad's silly work. 
And have um, you met any nice people? Uh-huh. Have you got any friends? Yeah, Olivia and my two next door neighbours and... Andrew? Andrew's liking me right now, so... Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, do you have any brothers or sisters? No. No? Would you like to have brothers or sisters? <laughs> no. No? Why not? I don't want you. Do you okay. like being an only child? <laughs> what are your favourite things in the classroom? Karate chopping. <laughs> what? what would you call karate chopping? Uh, Lego. Lego? Lego. Wouldn't that karate really hurt? Karate chopping my leg. Don't do that. Do you guys have any of your favourite toys? What do you like to um, play with? <laughs> yeah? Barbies. Oh, and bushes. And bushes. <laughs> and trees. You like bushes, you like don't bushes. you? Yeah. Yeah. I like to bounce on the top of the tree. <laughs> a bounce on the top of a tree? Yeah. How would you do that? I would just climb to the top and bounce oh. on the top like this. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I do it every day before school. What's your favourite subject? Is it maths or... Oh, you like art. art! You like art too. What have you been making in art? Roller coasters! Roller coasters! <laughs> Andrew, who are your friends? Uh, Jack. Jack, is that it? And Anna. Anna. <laughs> and are you excited to go back to class and do some maths? No. 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 <laughs> I think that's all we have no, to do. No, I you. think we're going to be going out in a minute. Oh, that's very good. Okay. So we make Because they're oh, just a PE. Oh. Thank you so much for listening to all our questions. Bye. Bye. That was an adorable interview, but now we are going to listen to some Christmas traditions. Hello, my name is Taya and I'm a sixth class student and something that me and one of my brothers do on Christmas Eve is we have a sleepover and then we get really get up really early on Christmas Day and yeah, then we open our presents. Hi, my name is Sophie and I'm from sixth class and one of my Christmas traditions is that I have three Christmases. One of my relatives from Scotland, one of my relatives from Belfast and one of my family here on Christmas Day. Hello, I'm Linkies from 6th class and I'll be saying my Christmas traditions. My Christmas traditions are every second year we go to my mum's side in South Africa and we open our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve and then we have a big dinner on Christmas Day. Hi, my name is Joshua, I'm from 5th class and we always put up the Christmas tree the day after my birthday, the 3rd of December, because my mum won't allow it any time before that. And we always open up the stockings in the morning of Christmas Day. And then we open up the presents under the tree just before lunch. Hi, my name's Jack. I'm from fifth class. And in my house for our Christmas tradition, we, um, I'm allowed to open one present on Christmas Eve. And um, for um, every Christmas day, we go to um, my uncle's house. Hi, my name's Matthew and I'm from fifth class. We, we would watch the toy show on Friday and decorate the house with the Christmas tree and loads of other good stuff. And on Christmas Day, we would get our, get our presents and go to our granny and granddad's house.
wow, that really put me in the festive mood. But now let's see if you can answer the questions correctly on the game show. Hello and welcome back to the game show. This month's theme is movie phrases. I hope you enjoyed last month's. Now, question one, this movie phrase is, you're a wizard, Harry. What movie does that come from? It comes from Harry Potter. Question two, my precious. This movie is from Lord of the Rings. Now, I've watched this movie so many times. What are you doing in my swamp? That saying comes from Shrek. I also love this movie. Toto, I've had a feeling we're not in Kansas. The, wi- the Wizard of Oz. Question four. This movie so many people have watched. May the force be with you. The movie is Star Wars. Question six. E.T. Phone Home. This movie is from E.T. And number seven is... Accio Storm. That comes from Lego Batman. Question eight. Release the Kraken. This is from the movie, the Lego movie 2015. And now, last but not least, I could do this all day. That comes from Captain America. Did you answer the questions correctly? Now it's time to interview Liam and Lara from fourth class. Hi, fourth class. What has been the funnest thing you've learned this year? We did projects on the church and then we got to go to Christ Church of Judah, so that was pretty fun. Oh. What are you most looking forward to in school? Um, the, the history projects. Oh, yeah. Ooh, do you have any idea what you're going to do your projects on? No, not exactly. If you is it on history? Yeah. yeah. I don't mind on the women of World War Two. Oh, what did you do yours already? The history of I don't know space. Yes, it was. <laughs> I knew. I know. How did you know that? Okay. Anyway, what school sports do you play? What do you play? Only? I play hockey and football and badminton. Oh, you play a lot. I play hockey, um, football, and tennis. What's oh. your favourite out of all this? Football. Hockey. Mm. I like hockey too. <laughs> or badminton. Hockey and badminton. What, what's your favourite movie? Uh, this is so tricky. I know. High Potter. High Potter, mm. yeah, that's a good Well, like, I, I like The Lion King, but I've watched some like, Marvel movies with my dad, and I like them, so... Oh, it's very hard to do one. And whenever someone asks me, I'm like, oh, no. I don't know. What's your favourite part about your favourite movies? So, Harry Potter and Avengers or whatever, like <laughs> Marvel? Uh, There's lots of Harry Potter. I just like the ending. Mm. So, like, the last movie? No, I just like the ending of all the movies. Okay. <laughs> oh, I kind of like when... They stop the bad guy, I guess. Yeah. Um, who's your best friend in school or outside of school? Sarah Shepherd. Sarah, young. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, shame. I have a... You can say a few. 
well, I have a, I have a few best friends. I don't think like if I if I name them all, I might be leaving out somebody, so I don't want to know that. So I <laughs> yeah. thought, well, um, good so answer, good answer. Like everyone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite board game? There's a lot of what's your favorite. I like chess and snakes and ladders. Oh, Monopoly. I'm not good at chess. I'm really bad at chess. Monopoly goes on for a long time. That's why I like it. It does. Have, there's different types of um, Monopoly, isn't there? There's like Ultimate Banker. I like that one. I just have an old one. <laughs> um, what's your favourite video game? Do you play any? I saw you. Was that nope. you? You were playing Minecraft in here for challenge? Yeah. So I like Minecraft and I like like mario games and stuff so oh what about you lar i don't play you don't play neither do i <laughs> what games do you play in yard football only. um <laughs> mafia and bomb do you guys not play foursquare used mm. to we used no, to that's only what i play that's all we play in six class <laughs> when you get home what's the first thing you'll do eat <laughs> that's, that's, that's the real question. Um, well, I'm. I might like do my homework, go outside, or just like walk around. You have lots of homework. Um, like not too much, but like not too less. Do you get? We get a lot of homework. We get so much homework. Yeah, we're like I do it until like my bedtime, and I'm like. Mom, I don't want to go to bed. I have to finish my homework. Yeah, you finish all your homework on Monday. I do. <laughs> What's your least favourite part about homework? The mats. <laughs> or the fact that you have to do it at home. <laughs> wow, those were some great questions. Anyway, now it's time for the shout-outs and birthdays. For the birthdays in November, in junior infants, we have Milo, Frida, and Ruben. In senior infants, Alana. In first class, Alexander. In second class, Alex, Ethan, and Alex. In third class, Lily. In fourth class, Chloe, Amy, and Louisa. In fifth class, Elsa, Samuel, and Zach. And for the teachers in November, we have Sarah. Now for the December birthdays. In junior infants, we have Fionn. Abhishek and Hugo. In senior infants, we have Hannah and George. And in first class, we have James, Rosa and Toby. In second class, we have Lydia and Daniel. And also in third class, we have Oren, Andrew and Amelia. In fourth class, we have Finn. And in fifth, now in fifth class, Joshua, Daisy, Ryan and Louis. In sixth class, we have Alex, Susanna and Killian. Now for the teachers in the school, Catherine, Hannah and Sarah. That's a wrap for this month's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll see you in January.